Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Well, who knew that eventually we were going to have to start having tissues before watching Monday Night Raw? Sounded far worse than I meant it to. I don't mean it like that. I mean because everything happening between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens is so damn emotional, you may begin to cry. That's right, the water may come out of your eyes, but we shall talk about that when we do get there. Otherwise, hello, my name is Simon for What Culture. Welcome to a brand new week. Isn't it great to be alive? And therefore, let's take the finger of power and give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down when it comes to Montag Night Raw. Raw started with the Uso, Sola Sakura, and Sami Zayn walking backstage. <laughs> and they were all so happy because they're together now. This is like when you fall out with your family at Christmas, but then you get to the new year and you remember what's important in life. Then you get to February and remember that you hate each other again. Ah, being alive. Becky Lynch then walked to the ring and told us that she's the man of the people again. Because, of course, we're just trying to wind out the clock a few years and turned her into a super duper mega baby face again. And now look, this does work so much better. At one point, she took her microphone and she went into the fans because once again, she wanted to be surrounded by the people supporting her. She even had one chat with this guy called Bobby, who was wearing an X-Men top, so that was pretty cool. When Bailey walked out to interrupt her, basically went, hey, Becky Lynch, I thought your performance in War Games was absolutely crap. Made me laugh. They then started arguing over this Bob guy, the dude in the crowd, so he's getting a super duper mega push, when EO Sky and Dakota Kai turned up, and this got so crazy, not only did they fight through the fans, but they fought all the way to the merchandise store. And you know the deal. Doesn't matter if you have a hat, a jumper, a coat, or a t-shirt, the most devastating weapon you could have in WWE when you are indeed at the merchandise stand is the replica money in the bank briefcase. And Bailey got this, and she started thumping Becky, and that was it. Well, no, that's not true. Clearly Clearly we were trying to make Becky Lynch feel like a superstar again, so she kind of beat all three of them up and stood there standing tall. I mean, referees had to separate them, but still. This worked so damn well though, because once again, she's really good at what she does and everybody loves her. I didn't mind any of the big time Beck stuff and I do think it helped Bianca Belair, but this version of Lynch, I tell you, in about two weeks, people are gonna go crazy again. Getting it up. When it was time for Mia Yim versus Rhea Ripley, and this makes perfect sense, because of course the OC and the Judgment Day still hate each other. They clearly had been spamming their taunts before they got to the match, because both guys went for finishes straight away. But of course, this was too early in the match, 
so they both started to reverse it. Yim also knows the deal though, it is 2022 and she is a professional wrestler, so she went for a dive, and do you know who stopped her doing this? That's right, it was that damn Dominic Mysterio. Around about this time, Corey Graves on commentary went, I tell you, there's a lot of women that would love to be in Rhea Ripley's place. I know what he was doing here, but I was still like, Corey, you have gotten that the other way around. This is when Ripley just decked Maya. Once again, I was like, give her all the titles. Give her all the titles right now. And you already knew what was going to happen here because it was so damn obvious. But Dominic started getting involved again when AJ Styles ran to the ring. He just beat up Dommy Boy right in the middle of the square circle when the referee went, right, that's it. I'm throwing this thing out. Even though stuff like this happens in WWE all of the time and not all matches get cancelled. So it is one of those situations where WWE adjusted its own rules to suit the situation. You can't let them get away with that getting it down. But look, I love Rhea and Dominic together so much because they're just a couple of shit bags that I'm just going to give them their own very special up for all the work they've done over the last few weeks. That's right. The rest of the Judgment Day and the OC then came out to fight each other. It's almost like we should have had some kind of series where they tried to survive. That's basically what AJ Styles said. He was like, look, I'm bored of this. I want to go home and just have some sleep. So why don't we have an eight-person tag team match right now? they did. Given that they were already brawling, we went straight into this, meaning WWE secretly did that thing they love to do, where they want to get to one match, but they'll have another match first, while we, the fans, sit there and just scream at the TV, just do the second match. It does make perfect sense, though, because this has been going on for months, and once again, everybody here just gelled so well together. I had a pretty good time. I mean, AJ beat up Finn Balor again. At one point, Luke Gallows was using Alan the announce table to take out Damian Priest. Dominic kept trying to interfere. And when Styles went to pin Finn, who broke it up? Rhea Ripley. She also went to boot AJ, but he caught her foot. And then we had this amazing bit where you could basically see inside Styles' brain where he was thinking, maybe I should attack her. Maybe I shouldn't. But before he could do anything, in came Finn Balor hit the sling blade. It was Rhea and Yim who made the hot tag, so we were then back to the first match. I was like, this was really strange. And they kicked each other's ass. And once again, Mia finally got to hit her dive because she knows it's 2022 wrestling. When back in the ring, the Good Brothers were going for the magic killer. Dom wasn't having any of that, so he pushed Carl Anderson into the ring post. So Damian Priest was like, ha ha, I'm gonna give Luke Gallows a choke slam. When all of a sudden, AJ Styles was back with the phenomenal forearm. And once again, all of this was great. Tim was then back to being your drunk mate because he's all like, ha, 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 I'm going to cause chaos. And he threw Styles out the ring, which is when Mia Yim snuck up behind that dude and gave him a big slam. Now, everybody, of course, went totally crazy because WWE doesn't usually do this kind of stuff. And that's why it was so important. Ever since Mia Yim has come back, she needed something... Here it was. She then turned her attentions to Dominic, which was a terrible idea, because you don't do that. Because Rhea Ripley spied this, got in there, kind of went kapow, hit the riptide, and just beat her for the one, two, three. So that was absolutely the right finish. And I've said it once, I'll say it twice. Surely now Rhea should put her sights on the Raw Women's Championship and likely defeat Bianca Belair. I didn't say anything. This is getting it up. Byron Saxton was then interviewing the Street Profits, who have finally returned to Raw went up what Chad Gable and went shush, because that's what he does. He told them that the show is now bad again because they're back on it. And that really made me chuckle because it's both a horrible but also not horrible insult and said that when he's done with them, he's going to put them on the shelf for good. So he quite literally said, I'm going to end your career. 
So this dude is crazy. Andrew Dawkins then said that Chad Gable was an elf on the shelf. And they kind of danced around a little bit because, of course, he is short. I thought we were done with all that. But the point is, later on, we are going to get the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. And even at this juncture, I was like, well, that's not going to be bad. There's just no way. The buzz in the arena then started to get louder, though, because out came the bloodline. And honestly, flub me sideways. These guys are the best. Certainly Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman weren't with them, but they still got a massive reaction. And Jay Uso started talking about war games and even said, look, it was so brutal. It was so crazy. I think I may have broken my hand, but it doesn't matter because we still the ones. Jimmy also said for the first time, there's no cracks in the bloodline because, of course, now they love Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn loves them. And they were even like, <laughs> that Kevin Owens, he's so mad and he's so upset because he'd love to be a part of this, but he ain't got nobody. Whereas you, Sammy, we love you. You're the best person ever. Zayn and Jimbo then did their handshake and man, the reaction to that. Talk about warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum. And then the Usos and Sami Zayn were just having a big hug And I was sat home going, man, I want to join in the cuddle. And they wanted Sola Sokoa to join in as well. But this guy's so damn good. He just stood there with like bad thoughts in his head. And even though it kind of looked like he was going to consider it, all of a sudden out came Kevin Owens. Kevin kind of surprised us here too because he was like, look, I'm not out here to do anything. And in fact, I totally understand it. I have turned on a lot of people during my career, including you, Sam. Seeing you up there and seeing you so damn happy and seeing everyone go, well, that's Sami Zayn. He's really great. Actually makes Owens feel good within his own tum-tum. I was like, man, where are those tissues? He has been thinking since the weekend, though, and he's finally come up with a solution. And even though they have been riding those roads for 20 years, he now wants nothing to do with Sami Zayn. No fighting, no not fighting, no phone calls, no Christmas cards, no birthday cakes. And this is when Sami got on the microphone and he agreed. I was like, no, no, this can't be happening. But I have a feeling it's not going to happen for long. Owens did have some pie words for Zayn when it came to the bloodline, though, because he was like, look, you may be feeling all good in there now, but do not forget, you're not their real family and you never will be. This was just like an emotion bullet. This just wrecked Sammy, as you would expect, but Jay Uso was then standing up for him. So like, man, we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. And once again said, Kevin, you're just jealous that you can't be in this thing. When Kevin was like, listen, Uso, I may be done with Sami Zayn, but I'm not done with you. So Jay was like, well, listen to me, Kevin. I may be done with Sami Zayn because I now love him, but I ain't done with you. So now they're going to fight in the main event. This was actually perfect because when I sat down and pondered it, I don't know how you would have improved upon it. Everybody played their role and it just keeps the story going without going too crazy. Once again, be still my crumbling heart. There's just a round of applause all around. Terrific, terrific stuff. Get it going. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Kathy Kelly was then interviewing Candice LeRae, who magically was back on Raw, and she said, do you remember when Damage Control took you out, Candice? And I was like, well, of course I do. What do you think I've been doing for the last few weeks, you absolute goober? And even though she pretended she was going to cut a sad promo, she then got really mad and told Dakota Kai, listen, in around about five minutes, I'm going to kick your ass. Spoiler, she did. We also then zoomed to Elias and Matt Riddle, who filled us in like Craig David, and thankfully they did say something. And basically, they're happy being a team, and they think they should have a shot at the Tag Team Championships. I thought about this, and I thought about this, and thought about this. I don't think they do. But then it got even weirder, though, because the Usos overheard this. They must have been literally like five centimetres in that direction. And they walked in, and at first they were like, nah, we don't want that. And then Elias was like, well, actually, we do. So Jimmy and Jay said, anytime, anywhere. So I guess we're now going to do this, but it will be a TV match and you've got to do something with the Usos and those championships, especially because I'm still standing by it come 2023. Do you know who's going to win them off the double J? That's right, Kevin Owens. And then it was the Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits. (laughs) That was really fast. I'm not entirely sure there's much to say either because it was just a really fun match designed to remind you that the Street Profits are really, really good. I mean, there was a bunch of dives, 2022 wrestling. At one point, the Street Profits had the match won, but Otis was distracting the referee, so nobody saw it. Then Montez Ford hit that beautiful frog splash. And he got the one, two, three. Okay. Angelo Dawkins really did look great throughout all of this too, as did Ford, who at one point slammed Otis to a massive cheer. And when Chad Gable was doing his German suplexes, there was this excellent reversal too. I mean, he's such a damn good wrestler. But like I say, this was very much done to remind you that Ford and Dawkins do have an upside. Although I don't know where we go with them next. I mean, the commentators were saying maybe they want to be the tag team champions again. And of course they do. But where you fit that in, I don't know. But in terms of 10 minutes of joy, I'm giving it up. It was time for some Survivor Series fallout after this. Out came Austin Theory. And he just kept his angry attitude and he ain't taking no shib anymore. Because even though everybody laughed at him when he cashed in his money in the back briefcase and failed, look at him now. He is the brand new United States champion. And he has a beard. He's also the face of Monday Night Raw, according to him. And the reason he has so many enemies is because everybody's jealous of him. He also doesn't want to hear anybody call him kid anymore because he's not a kid and he's a full grown man and he can do whatever he wants. Theory also called himself the unescapable at one point, which I bet becomes his new nickname. 
I was like, what the flub does that? The inner sc- Who are you? Houdini? Of course, this is when Seth Rollins came out to interrupt him. And I swear, he was wearing the greatest clothes I've ever seen in my life. They kind of looked like they were one of those curtains from a sex shop. Not that I know anything about that. He also got the fans to sing his song as he always does. As Austin told him, man, you must be having a bad day because you're the past. To which Rollins responded, well, no, not really. Because what actually have you done in your career, Austin Theory? I've done a poll and the answer so it is Seth Rollins who still rules Monday nights and he said why don't we have a match now kid which of course annoyed Austin Theory because you're not allowed to call him a kid and just when it looked like Theory was going to accept he went back to the old wrestling trope where he was like yeah sure we will do it but on my time I'm the champion so this was fine maybe a little lackluster but I do enjoy their feud although I did have a big question where was Bobby Lashley (laughs) he just didn't show up to Monday Night Raw this was fine. This was okay. I kind of look forward to what they're going to do next. You can have it up. Adam Pearce was then back on Raw. <laughs> I mean, what? Where's he been? But The Miz was trying to get out of his match with Dexter Loomis when Adam just turned up and said, no, you're, you're not getting out of that match. And even when The Miz threatened to sue him, Pearce was like, listen to me, what's the words coming out of my mouth? You gotta go and do this match. So The Miz did. Then got even weirder because as The Miz made his entrance, he tried to bell, which when Adam Pearce came out and said, for the love of everything, would you just get on with it? And even though Dexter Loomis beat him up for a little while, The Miz then hit a DDT and he told the referee to ring the bell. So I was like, what were you even worried about? Certainly it then turned out he did have something to worry about because as soon as we got the ding ding, Dexter was back to his feet and he killed this man. You don't need to worry about any of that though when it comes to this match and I promise you every single word about to come out of my mouth is absolutely true because during this we cut to commercial break and when we came back to the advert The Miz was trying to crush Dexter Loomis's head with a clamp. Now I'm sure there's going to be a picture up here right now you had no context to this. We just went to black. Advert, 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 advert. Came back, man with a clamp on his head. As somebody who likes goofy wrestling, this almost killed me. <laughs> I can't even get through it. I'm not even joking. I was on the floor. I had tears in my eyes. What was the Miz's plan? What were you trying to do, Miz? Oh, I know how I'll win this match. I'll explode this man's brain and I'll pin him for the one, two, three. If you did that, I promise you... <laughs> You're going to lose a lot of fans. I'd also totally forgotten this was an anything goes match. So I was also being like, why is the referee allowing this? And then I did catch up, but it didn't work. Surprise, surprise. Trying to use a clamp in a wrestling match was an absolute failure. Eventually, Loomis got his revenge by putting Miz on a table and dropping an elbow through it. Although then the Miz exposed the turnbuckle and he threw Dexter into that. And he hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment and used the ropes. But not even that was enough. And then I think Dexter got bored, he put on his submission, and the Miz tapped out. Now none of this made any sense because Dexter Loomis had an entry video in music even though he's not contracted to the company. But given he had won this thing, Adam Pearce got him to sign a deal. He is now official. And because the Miz had promised all this money, Loomis went and stole the cash and he started giving it out to kids. That was quite nice. Of course, this is when The Miz jumped Dexter and then tried to steal the money back, which is quite funny, when Johnny Gargano appeared and super kicked him before he gave the moolah back to the children, which sounds like an odd children's book. I don't know what we do after this. Surely this has to be the blow-off, because we've seen Johnny Gargano versus The Miz, and now we've seen Dexter Loomis versus The Miz, but it also doesn't feel like it is at all. So I am a very confused, bored man. However, was this boring? No. Was it crazy fun? Yes. 
And did it have the best spot that I've seen in 2022? The answer is in the affirmative. I love goofy wrestling, goofy wrestling for life. Give it a nap. Candice LeRae versus Dakota Kai was next. So this entire Raw was just like, we're going to set things up and we're going to knock those things down straight away. But I was quite glad they did do this. Damn, this looked really good. As did Dakota. And what I was really pleased about is the commentators kept talking about the fact, oh man, Kai got her ass absolutely whipped at War Games, but what a trooper, because he's here on Monday and she's having another match. And that was totally true. If you haven't seen that War Games match, go and check it out. Poor Dakota was just like a beating cushion. And of course, at one point, Damage Control tried to get involved. I mean, you have to do this now, otherwise the group wouldn't make any sense. And the only strange thing was, is that a lot of this happened during the commercial break. And that always takes a little something away from it. What are you going to do? I did actually think this was really good, though, because the pair obviously have good chemistry. And one of the boots, the Dakota Cave Laray. I mean, I'm telling you, I thought she was going to John Travolta and have her face off. Candace also thought she could get back into this by smashing Dakota Kai into the ring apron. And she tried and she failed. And then Dakota tried and she failed. But eventually Candace did get her face and she planted it into the ring apron. And I've been thinking about, you know what? There's something. Hang on. Goodbye, mates. Welcome to Australian. Who wants to be a millionaire? No, we're not going to do that. But still, welcome to the show. And our contestant today is up to £500,000. Meaning if they get the next question right, they will walk away as a millionaire. Are you ready? Yes. Good. So, Puppet Miller, to win £1 million, you just need to answer the following question. What is the hardest part of the ring? Is it A, Rita the ring post? Is it B, Simba the still steps? Is it C, that little funny bit in the corner? Or is it D, the ring apron? Well, everybody knows that. D, the ring That's right! You became a millionaire! The finish was awesome too because the two were tussling on the top and Dakota was going to do something when Candice gave her a few shots and hit this excellent avalanche neck breaker. She pinned her for the one, two, three. So not only has she got her revenge, but she's also got some momentum. I like this a lot. Giving it up. However, I do need to make a quick comment about damage control and that is this kind of feel like they've lost their way. I mean, it's only ever going to take a few weeks to rev them back up again because they are such talented performers. But I basically forgot that Sky and Kai were the tag team champions. And I don't see Bailey winning this feud with Becky Lynch. I don't really get what their next step is. And once more, there's nothing against them. They are really, really good. But in terms of their act and where it's going... Well, I gotta give it a down. We then went to the back where we were talking to Oscar Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair who were like... Oh, we won at War Games and thank you so much to Becky Lynch but this was basically more teasing for Alexa because she was away with the fairies eventually she did snap back to reality and was all like oh yeah Becky she's really good but surely this ties into the whole Bray Wyatt stuff and eventually they're going to get back together if I was going to take a guess it would probably tie in to when Uncle Howdy Uncle Howdy Uncle Howdy whatever his name is is revealed watch this space and then our main event was indeed Kevin Owens versus Jay Uso so you've got to give him a massive round of applause because this was only 48 hours after this War Games match. And what did they do? They put on an absolute, I'm not going to call it a classic, that's a bit much, but it was great. This was all Uso in the early going as well who lived up to being main event Jay. 
Because no matter what Kevin Owens did, Jay Uso had an answer to it. It was an avalanche fisherman buster and a frog splash that got Kevin back into it. And the whole time we just had dueling chants. Some people were saying Jay Uso, some people were saying Kevin Owens. And I love all this because both guys have been smashing it for weeks now and they deserve the love. Jay O then smashed KO with a super kick thinking he was going to win. But here is the problem. That's kind of his finishing move, but it's also not really his finishing move. He also has that splash, but he totally believes it's his finishing move. So we hit a super kick, he hit another super kick, he hit another super kick, he hit another super kick. But no matter what happened, Kevin Owens kept kicking out. So he must like this outstanding boot, even though it wasn't able to deliver. And by the end of it, Jay Uso was just losing his mind, as was the commentators. At one point, Owens was able to block one of these and he hit the pop-up powerbomb. But when he went for the stunner, Jay Uso hit another super kick. But that still didn't work. And this is when we got a bunch of shenanigans because Jimmy Uso was on the apron, so Kevin Owens took it out of him. But when Jay Uso distracted the referee, Sola Sokoa took Kevin and he threw him into the ring apron. Look, we've already done one skit, I'm not doing another. I can only assume that we were running a bit long though and somebody shouted in the referee's ear, they need to go home right now. Because basically, Jay then went for the splash, he missed, he turned around, Kevin Owens hit the stunner, one, two, three, and Raw went off air. I mean, honestly, it wasn't that quick. I mean, I rewound it because I thought I missed something, but no, but there was this last little shred of emotion because the camera ended by focusing on Sami Zayn, who watched all of this with the most perturbed look on his face. So it's coming, people. And I thought this was really, really good. It is getting it up. So just keep giving this stuff to me and feeding it into my loins because I absolutely love it. And you've already figured out I think Raw is going to get an up as well because they took everything from Survivor Series and they kept it going. And don't forget, I don't think we have a pay-per-view premium live event until the Raw Rumble. So they are going to have to come up with something pretty damn good to keep it going. But do I believe they can do it? The answer is yes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.